Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Elianod, Garden, and Aegon. The three of you are in the city of Shothfilthgish. And as you guys were on your way to what you presume will be the equivalent of the Black Egg Brewery, you guys have found an enormous mausoleum dedicated to Ilanok, the Teeth of Gnashing Desire. And chained to the building, like through the doors. So like it looks like there's holes in the door that chains come out of and wrap around and bind the kind of spectral, half-there, ethereal image of a half-elf uh, named Galeris Galaxy Render. Uh, who has admitted that he has had bound himself in a pact to this Illinoch being. Uh... And he stated that he would answer some of your questions and uh, hopefully you guys could work something out where you release him or free up some of those, these chains. Uh, but uh, what would you guys... We'll start with Garden. Uh, Garden, is there anything you'd like to ask first and foremost or say or do? Uh, I would like to... Ask him who 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 chained him who who like uh, yeah, who chained him up like this. I'm bound to Illinok, and so because Illinok is in there, I am now stuck waiting outside. So well, what would happen if you were to? Oh, go on. Oh no, I was just gonna ask what would happen if you were to, if if you were to be freed. Well, therein lies a part of my problem. Uh, my soul is. Well, I might bit shattered. Uh, I have my fragment here, but another fragment lies somewhere within the material plane. I'd very much like to bring my soul together if I could. Uh, do we recognize that name? Glorious Galaxy Render? Uh, history check! All of us? I... I guess you're the only one curious, so you can roll. Okay. 
with guidance? Sure. <laughs> uh, history. Uh, I got a 21. With a 21, you know the ga- name Galaxy Render. Uh, the Galaxy Render family was a family of half-elves who uh, had been very prominent within the Church of Duke Lion. Something happened, and they lost their power. Uh, paladin powers, cleric powers, priestly powers, etc. And so many of the family members turned to alternative means to get back the family glory. And it sounds like Glarus here made a pact with one of these, you know, Lords of Madness, a, a great old one. All right. Um, so that's something we all know. If you're telling everybody, sure. Yeah, yeah. I let them. I let them know okay. about that. Um, but we don't know why the family of the Galaxy Renders lost all their powers. You're afraid that's not. something that's unknown. You do okay. not know. All right. What do you? Uh, what do you guys need to ask? What are what exactly are the terms of the pact? Well, I offered up my soul for power and uh, was promptly destroyed. Uh, and so, uh, yes, this is now my fate. Unless I can get myself free, which I would imagine you could imagine, that I would very much like to do so. What do you need power for? Well, it was to survive the last time I needed it. Now, I'd just sort of like to get my soul together and get away from all this. Okay. Uh, what's on the other side of this wall that you're chained to? Well, that would be Illinok. Did we already ask that? He told us that. Sorry. I forgot. Well, we can't all be <laughs> the most intelligent people around that gift is something that only one person in the world has. Obviously it's not you. <laughs> you say that, friend, but you're also wandering around Shoth Filfkish. You don't really seem that bright to me. Yeah, we're not chained to a wall, so. Touche. <laughs> also, how could you turn your back on Duke Lion? I mean, how, it's, how could you... How could you do that? How could Duke Lion turn his back on my family? Is really the question there, Holy Knight. Come what now. did you do to have that happen? Come now. Such things do not matter, nor do I know what possessed Duke Lion to take away the power he had bestowed upon us. That is something had... that I am unfortunately ignorant of. Or you choose to be ignorant. You had to have done something. I myself did nothing. Okay. Then why were you destroyed? I expected you all to ask questions about this place and what it means for your sanity, but fine, I'll tell you a bit about myself. Lord knows it's the only interesting conversation piece around here. I... Uh, I was in the midst of trying my best to make a better world. And, unfortunately, three people stood in my way, and I was unfortunately slain. 
Very sad, I assure you. Hmm. Okay. So, you said, you asked if we had an understanding of uh, Shafilthgith. You want to give us some insight? What's the understanding that we need to have? Well, I'm sure that you're likely aware that this is a location that is bound to the Far Realm, correct? Yes. Well, here's the thing that you need to understand. And he kind of points at you, and as he does so, his chain gets caught, and he can't move it, his hand very far. And he grumbles a bit as he puts his hand back down. He says, here's the thing that you need to fully understand. And that is that Shafilthgish is tethered in two spots. One is the Far Realm, yes. But it also is tethered to the Material Plane. It is a pocket dimension of sorts. So like a limbo. Well, this place is like a limbo, sure. Uh, well, maybe a little more chaotic than limbo, but regardless, yes. The thing that you don't want to forget, though, is influence from the Far Realm is coming here. What do you think that does to the location that it is tethered to in the material plane? Hmm. How does it get tethered to the material plane? How does it get tethered to the material plane? I'm stuck here. I don't know where this is tethered. But it almost seems like you three might. Tell me, where mm. did you... How did you get here? We got here from a piece of the flesh of infinity. Piece of the flesh of infinity. So let me get this straight. You're criticizing my intelligence and you're waving around an item that a Lord of Madness gifted to you. <laughs> Did I wave it around? He says, Oh, that is droll. Well, perhaps you've already lost a bit of your sanity. So what can you tell me about Illinok? Illinok, the teeth of gnashing desire. Well, he had been sealed away uh, in a city called Narquelian. Uh, long, long ago. And so, uh, he was a, uh, prime candidate, as it were, uh, to gain power from. Now, mind you, that wasn't my initial plan at the start, but, uh, things don't always go as you plan them. So, is this place that you're at... If he's sealed away in a place called Narquelian, is that tied to this? Is this tethered? This mausoleum tethered to that place? Not any longer. Uh, it is true uh, that Illinok was sealed uh, within the city of Narquelian. Uh, but unfortunately uh, for Illinok, uh, there was... Uh, 
as these things go, an artifact used, and, uh, well, uh, he was sealed deeper than where he was before. Uh, the seal is now essentially eradicated him from the material world, and now he resides here in uh, Shothbilfkish. That is what happens to Lords of Madness. So what's he going to do if we unchain you? Well, Illinok probably wouldn't be too thrilled, but don't you worry. I'm sure that he won't be freeing himself. How long do your races all live? Maybe around 80 years? Give or take? I think in the thousands of years before Illinok is unsealed, I think that you'll not have much to worry about. Mm. Are we wanting to let this guy go? No. There's nothing to me that suggests that he'd do anything good if we did. Good is very subjective, my friend. Don't you worry about don't you worry about anything else. Just think about what I can offer you and the intel I have on such a place. I spent most of my life researching the far realm. I don't trust him. The the intel you can give me on the far realm. Um Elianad, you have the you have a shard of the black pyramid, right? Yes. I'm curious if it does it react differently in this Shafilkus? I know I said that terribly. Sorry. Shoth filth gish. I'm not going to get it, Craig. It's fine. <laughs> he won't. Shoth filth gish. Um, do you mind taking it out? I mean, I can. Is it? I don't know. Sure. I'll pull it out. The Shard of the Black Pyramid. Uh, how are you grabbing it out, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How was it stored? I don't even remember who picked it up. I thought she wrapped it up or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like wrapped in something and then put in my bag. So it was wrapped up in a bit of cloth. Do you want to pull out that little satchel and un- uh, unfold the cloth around it and pull it? Yeah, just so I don't have to touch it? Sure. Okay, you do so. I... Aegon, the the crystal still is as dark as night. Does not seem changed from when you last saw it. Uh, However, Glarus uh, looks over and says, Oh, you happen to have a piece of the Shard of the Black Pyramid. Are you familiar with this? (laughs) Indeed I am. They make wonderful weapons. Is this the artifact you were speaking of? Oh my, no. Uh, though I did make use of them, they uh, uh, are quite, quite good for creating distractions. And he just okay. started, sort of smirks. Alright, did you want to put it away? Yeah, I'm going to put it away. Oh, come now. In this 
cryptic, terrible place you don't have any other questions. Nothing else you'd like me to help you out with. Sure. How does this place become tethered to the material world? Obviously, you know that it was in Narquellian, so how does it become tethered? It becomes tethered to places where aberrant energy corrupts the world. Tell me, can you think of something like that in this area of the world, wherever it is? To get, how would you get rid of the aberrant energy in order to untether it? Ah, now that sounds like a question that is worth unchaining me for. And now Just we're at the. Now we're at the root of the issue. You have a problem that I might be able to help you out with. I look at him and I just say, answer the question. There is nothing you can do to me, Dragonborn. I am a piece of a soul. I am not physically here. The worst you can do is, un is not unchain me. But I suspect that you'll do that anyway. Unchain me and I will give you all the information you need on how to deal with this problem in the material world. And answer any I... other questions, just because I'm that nice of a guy. I just, I don't want to unchain him, because I don't think he will. I don't trust him. Sorry, I... don't trust you. I can promise you this, miss. I have nothing better to do than answer your questions before I leave to find my soul. That is a promise I can keep. If you guys want, you can roll insight on that. You could have rolled insight on anything he said, but, <laughs> you know, at least on this. I got a five. I got a six. You know what? You know what? Fine. Fine. If, if this will help us get us out of your face sooner, I... I, I I will help you. I will help you uh, escape. Just answer our questions. Uh, I, I promise, as a servant of Duke Lion, I will uh, help you escape. You're promising that if I answer your questions, you will release me. I, and this is the case that I would roll mm -hmm. insight, Garden. Are you telling the truth? I'm telling the truth. I will. I will help him escape if uh, he answers our question. Wait. Now here's the thing. Uh, it seems mm -hmm. like you're being deceptive. Uh, like out of character, you're being deceptive. So I oh, need to I'm know. Oh, I'm telling the it, truth. I need to know. I'm telling it the yet. truth. It's the truth. All right. I. Uh, he looks. Uh, uh, Glarus looks to the other, the two of you, uh, Elianad and Aegon, and says. You're not going to try to stop him and do anything stupid like that, are you? Yes. Well, then we don't have a deal until you release me. Are we done with this guy? I I don't trust him. I don't trust that he would stay and give us answers. I just don't. Uh, here's so the thing, he, Elliot. You rolled insight, and he was telling the truth. He promised you would believe him i would believe him even though i just yes, like you rolled a five and a six i can't help the fact that you guys <laughs> rolled a five and a six you guys believe what he said what will you do when you're released other than reunite with your soul i will reunite with my or soul with your body 
A body? I don't have a body anymore. I have a piece of a soul that has been stored away. I don't know where. I'm going to find it and hopefully complete myself. It's not very pleasant being a splinter of a soul. Uh, if you guys want, you can make it a religion check on that. Rolling. With guidance on garden. And what'd you get, garden? 19. A 19. Uh, you would know that uh, a shattered soul is immensely painful. It might be about as painful as, like, a soul tormented by the infinite layers of the abyss or the nine hells of Elad. Uh, so, it yeah, there's a reason why he wants to be a complete soul again. He does not want this, you know, painful existence. So Whether... he turned his, he turned his back on his religion. Mm -hmm. Well, he claims that his religion turned his back on him. According to your history check, uh, there, uh, Aegon, the power of Duke Lion was withdrawn from the Galaxy Render family as a whole. That caused them then, in turn, to turn to other sources of power. Uh, whether it was for something nasty they did or not, you don't know, but it seems that at least what he's saying is that it wasn't anything of his doing that made Duke Lyon take his power away. I mean, do we really need this guy's help? That's the question. You guys sounded confused before. It's up to you. You guys can walk away and flip him off. You guys can help him. You guys can do whatever you want. Well, by unchaining you... Is that going to open this door and release what's ever on the other side? Oh my, no. Uh, Ilanok is not so easily stirred from the slumber he's in. And if you're involved with the Flesh of Infinity, perhaps that's another piece of information I can give you. What do you think? I don't know. I'm told I believe him, so... You got, you believe him. Yep. I think Aegon, did you roll insight out? Oh, no, you didn't roll insight. He so didn't. You would believe him. If you're not willing to roll, then you'd believe him. <laughs> Let's roll. Can I give myself guidance on that? You cannot. It's not good. Whatever. It's like a two. <laughs> I'm so hoping for a critical fail. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, you, you, he seems to be telling the truth. Oh, we got a four. Oh, no, I got a four. Right. Ah! Still, yeah. You seems to be fine. <laughs> All right, so we're just letting this guy let, let him go? Yeah. All right, let him go. let's do this. Uh, and you guys are cutting the chains? Yeah, we're going to cut the chains. You guys cut the chains. Mm -hmm. And the sundered soul of Glarus Galaxy Render is free. Yes. And he cracks his knuckles and stands up and kind of pops his neck a bit. And he says... Oh, now that wasn't so hard, now was it? Well, let me answer I mean, it, it, it took us It took us 15, 20 minutes to decide that, so yeah, it was kind of hard. <sighs> yes, very well. Miss, uh... And he kind of points at you and he doesn't know your name. Elianod. Elianod. Elianod, you yes. had asked how to deal with this problem of aberrant corruption. Yes. I don't know where in the world you're at, but 
It strikes me that there must be something aberrant and immensely powerful if it can cause Shafilfkish to be connected to wherever you are. So tell me, what can you think of that would be aberrant that impacted the area that you've been in? Maybe for some good years. I mean, the creature we've been chasing. Uh, uh, there's a creature that came when a meteor hit the earth. Or a piece of the sky fell. That would be it. Whatever that meteor is. Right, but I asked you how to destroy it. How we would get rid of that aberrant energy. Finding it at its source and destroying it. That would be the only way. But I can tell you this. Uh, that piece of the outside that fell wherever you're at. Do you know what the stars are? What the stars are? Yes, they're quite beautiful, right? They twinkle in the night sky. Okay, yeah. I have grisly news for you three. Those are not the twinkling of light far out into space. Those are the eyes of a billion creatures just watching and waiting. Waiting for their time to strike at the world. So whatever this was that fell, it is one of those creatures. So we need to destroy the creature then? I would say so. Have you seen it? So here's another question for you. Uh, this uh, creature you said that's been, what, chasing you around since the meteor fell? Yes. What does it look like? It's Anything about, it wants to look like? It's about 15 feet tall, 15 feet wide, green gelatinous, but it can form like claws. Hmm. And sometimes it looks like a weird wolf, shadowy wolf. Let's see. Or an old lady. Yeah. Well, it didn't look like an old lady. It just sounded like an old lady. Oh, that's right. We didn't see it. Yeah. I can't say for certain. But it sounds very suspiciously like an oblix. And what is an oblix? An oblix is a slimy, gelatinous creature that is formed either from energy from the Far Realm, maybe even comes from the Far Realm, uh, but it's able to steal the memories of creatures around it. And so if it's changing its form, that's what I would wager it is. But here's the thing. An oblix alone does not create a link to Shoth Filfkish. So whatever brought that oblix to your region... It was... Something so, much I mean, worse. we saw a crystal-looking object that was extremely hot. That had hit the earth. Well, that could be many things. Uh, if it... Hmm. It was a meteorite. Yeah, small diamond-shaped pieces connected together. Diamond-shaped 
pieces stuck together. Let's see. Can I give him guidance? Uh, you can! <laughs> Alright, give him guidance. Wonderful, that's a d4? Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't I... There it is, d4. I don't have to use this guy very often. Uh, 26. He says, So, these diamond shapes, they were all stuck together. Yes, creating like a ball. Or like a stone type thing. Oh dear. Uh, it sounds like you don't have... Well, I have good news and I have bad news for you three. The good news is that you don't have a beholder problem. The bad okay. news is that you have a beholder's problem. Beholders have many ways of propagating themselves. It's all rather disgusting, if you ask me. But regardless, uh, that is one of the ways they do it. Uh, and that ball of seeds, as it were, fell into your world, your region that you're in. I don't know if it's your home or somewhere you've deigned to call a temporary uh, uh, domicile. But regardless, uh, as more time goes by, things will get infinitely worse there. So how would we go about destroying all of the beholders? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Uh, I can tell you how to best deal with a beholder, but uh, they're not weak to anything. I guess I'm wondering kind of how fast they would spread. Well, that's uh, another matter. Beholders uh, are tricky. There are many different varieties. Uh, beholders themselves are about the most xenophobic thing in the cosmos. They're so xenophobic that they hate other beholders. So there's a very good chance that if one of these beholders was born, it's either absorbing the others, eating the others, uh, maybe trying to turn them into some kind of slave. Uh, but regardless, yes, uh, they don't get along very well. So this crystal meteorite that fell from the sky, is that just a vessel for the beholders? Or is that... It's an egg. Think of it like, as uh, a seed pod. Okay. Think of it How as do we know if they've been hatched? What do they look like when they've been hatched? A beholder? Uh, like one of the pods. Like, can I tell looking at it if um, the pod is hatched or not? Well, the pod will crack open and uh, a tiny beholder will form. So if you saw only a crystalline shape, uh, whenever you saw that, there wasn't a beholder yet. So we could have just so we could destroy it if it had if it's still a crystal shape. Indeed, yes. It, might be tough to do so, but it's certainly not impossible. So you said it's tough. Do you have any insight as to how we would destroy that? The pods? The seed yes. pods? Yes. Hit it with enough force. Uh, use magic. Scratch at it. Uh, whatever damage you can muster. Okay. All right, what's next? 
I don't know. Whatever questions you have, we had a deal. I'm more than willing to answer anything that you are curious about. Just so long as afterwards I can, well, find my other half. Um, we have destroyed um, in here, South Elfkish, two Flesh of the Infinities. Mm. Um, we two, believe that there are... Two Flesh of the Infinities. There is one... Guns flesh of the infinity well he's separated himself into pieces oh how mortifying well you wouldn't you wouldn't happen to know where the other pieces are down here would you he didn't even know they were separate i know i figured that and once he had to roll that was that was the point of my sentence i'm questioning well there's i suppose the the biggest thing to do would be to uh find sources of immense aberrant energy. And he points at Elianon and says, I imagine she could do so. And perhaps the Holy Knight. Okay. Okay. Are we what, done? No. What, oh. what do you know about the Flesh of Infinity? You said you could help us with that too. Ah, uh, yes, I did say that. It's rather concerning that he split himself into seven beings, if that's indeed true. Uh, the Flesh of Infinity... Ananral Sin, he is easily the most disturbing being you would ever imagine in this universe. He is not someone whose attention you want to receive. By destroying the pieces, I imagine that would get his attention, right? <laughs> you don't know the half of it. Yes, indeed, I would imagine so. Uh, I don't really know how his abilities fully work, uh, but I know that he is able to bend reality. He twists it to suit his needs. So, he twists it to suit his needs. So if we were using a piece of... What is that? What was the mirror? Flesh of Infinity? He's the Envy. The Envy. Couldn't this all just be a manipulation of an honorable sin then? If we're looking into a piece of the envy of the flesh and infinity that brought us here, is this just a world that an honorable sin created? Okay, so you said he's able to bend reality. If he gave us a piece of himself, would we then technically be able to bend reality? I would say so. It's rather concerning that you're on a uh, give-giving basis with a non-real sin, the flesh of infinity. But regardless, yes, I would say that that would be the case. Okay. Is this gift how you found your way into Shoth Filfgish? Partly, yes. I see. Well, that is rather interesting, but uh, what other questions do you have? You said he's the most disturbing being here. What makes him the most disturbing other than bending reality? I would say it's his plans. What are his plans? You see, he is one of the Lords of Madness. But his goals don't align with the other Lords of Madness. Not fully. All the Lords of Madness have been tasked by the eldest of all gods, 
a being known as Rugalex, the Nine-Tongued King. Rugalex wishes for this universe to be eradicated. And so, all the Lords of Madness, as chaotic and crazy as they are, uh, at least have that going for them, which makes them fairly predictable. They seek to eradicate this universe. However, Anonral Sin has other plans. I don't fully understand what they are, but it seems like, from what I understand, he is making sure that all the other Lords of Madness reside here in Shothilfgish. And it sounds like he's waiting to release them all at once. He doesn't care how many eons that takes. He's immortal. It does not matter to him. And so he wants to make sure that all other Lords of Madness wait for when he snaps his fingers. One Lord of Madness threatens the world. I think that you can probably imagine what it would be like if all of them were released. How many are there? More than you can imagine. I can list off some that I know, but there's no telling how many there are. So why would he not want to destroy this universe? I don't know. I think he plans to someday. I think he plans to do so with alarming efficiency, if I had to wager a guess, from what I understand his overall plan is. But as to why he delights in this world and interacting with people, I don't know. From what I understand, he is the original founder of the Cult of the Dark Star. What is the Cult of the Dark Star? Well, they were a little more prominent on where I came from. But regardless, uh, they are a group of followers of the Lords of Madness who seek to eradicate the universe. Rather easily manipulated bunch, if I do say so myself, but regardless, uh, that is who they are. Okay. How would... Hmm, how would a creature become attached to him? Like, we've seen people that we know in our piece of the world, I guess, that are somehow being, for some reason, being punished by him? How would they become attached to him? Well, there's one of two ways. You can make a pact with Anonaral Sin. Become one of his warlocks. Devote your soul to him. And in doing so, he'll grant power and abilities uh, and upon death, yes, uh, very likely he'll do what he wants with your soul. Upon death? Well, that is typically how it works. The other way is the fact that Anonral Sin bends reality around him. If Anonral Sin has taken interest in someone, well, I think he just takes them. Okay. 
So they're not necessarily dead. He just kind of torments their soul while they're still living. Torments them while they're still living? I don't fully know. It is the bending of reality. It kind of goes beyond my understanding, of course. Okay. So how many Lords of Madness are still in our world? Well, I know of many that reside within Shothfilfkish. Right. Koraki, the voice of slithering worms, Terrazimu. There is one I know of that, to the best of my knowledge, is still out in space that was quite prominent. A being known as Glay Kryn, the Hate's Heart. And he's the only one that you know of? By name, yes. Does he go by another name? Glay Kryn is known as the Hate's Heart. Okay. To the best of my knowledge, he was the very first beholder. Mm. Can I roll insight on that? You sure can. Ten. With a ten, it seems like he is telling the truth. You think that uh, to the best of his knowledge uh, and his years of research, Glay Crin, the hate's heart, is the supposedly the first beholder. Okay. Is that all we got? Oh, sorry. And maybe it's just because I've listened to the other three, two seasons. Have we ran into Telomere Venomstar? No, no, you have not. Okay. You don't right. know that person exists. Who is right. it? Never mind that. <laughs> Couldn't remember if we ran into him or not. I feel like I would have remembered, but I would my, hope so. My memory hasn't been that best. So. <laughs> I, I would <laughs> think that running into such a character leaves a bit of a lasting impact on a person. Right. Hmm. All right. Does anyone else have any other questions? No. Are we done talking to this guy? I'm, I'm sick of looking at him. That is a lot of tension, my friend, but regardless, I've given you more than enough information to warrant the release of my paltry soul. You certainly have. Tell me, uh, Miss Elianod, uh, what is this item that was from the flesh of infinity? None of your business. Uh, why do you want to know? I don't know many things about what you're dealing with. If you want as much insight as I can offer you, I'm just asking questions. If you want me to leave, I will leave this dimension, I assure you. You don't have to ask twice, I promise. Yeah. It's, it's a mirror that we look into, and then it brings us into whatever we're supposed to believe the truth of reality is. He thinks about it, uh, and he says, it's not an artifact I've ever heard of. So either it's something a nominal sin created fresh, or, hmm, oh, no matter. And he smiles. Hmm, no matter what. Says, or what? Well, or he made it just for the three of you. That's what I was afraid of. Okay. Oh, I mean, okay. So I'm done. 
Elinod, you don't have any other questions for uh, Galearis Galaxy Render? Not that I can think of. Uh, Garden, do you have any questions for Galearis Galaxy Render? I have nothing to say to him. Aegon, last call. Yeah. He's willing I... to uh, answer any questions that you have in regards to this place, the Far Realm, anything that he is knowledgeable on. No, I don't have any more questions, but I do let him know that we gave you an opportunity to be free. And know that if we hear this was a mistake, we will come for you. <laughs> Pardon me, I was just thinking of something funny the Holy Knight said earlier. Uh, yes, I will bear that in mind, I assure you. I actually do have one more question. Fire away. You said that the Glaycrin, is that what it is? Yeah, Glaycrin was the very first beholder. You believe that he, so he's a lord of madness. This is one that you know is still out in wherever. Do you believe that that could be the beholder that we're dealing with? If it is. And he looks at the Holy Knight. May his God have mercy on your souls. Oh, swing away, holy knight. I'm just a soul. There would be nothing for your sword to pierce. I made an oath not to attack the weak. And look how happy it makes you. And he smirks. It's just you. It's just you. All right. Uh, so we heading towards what we believe to be the Black Egg Brewery? Yeah, so I'm just going to let him go. And you guys go to let him go, or let him go. I uh, make me an insight check, Elianon. Can I give guidance? Nope. This is a spur of the moment thing. You wouldn't know that she's thinking of it. 11. With an 11, it dawns on you that if you are interested, you could feasibly peek in the mirror and see what it shows you. Okay, I'm definitely interested. So I'm going to look in the mirror and call upon the name of Zalg, the Envy of the Flesh of Infinity. You see in the mirror not the half-elf attractive splintered soul. It is still a splintered ethereal creature, but it is probably ten feet tall, like almost like a purplish, deep purple flesh, and there are mouths all over the creature. It's like center mass is a giant mouth. The insides of like where its elbows would be are mouths. The backs of its knee, like the backs of each knee are like another mouth each. Uh, and it's just a creature of filled with mouths. So I'm going to look at them and tell them that we just released this Inok guy, right? Right. That's what that's what I'm believing, right? That he this stops in... <sighs> and he says, I was bound to Illinok. That is what you see, I'm sure. Illinok still sleeps. I might be one of his warlocks, but regardless, it'll be a few thousand years before he gets up. Farewell, 
adventurers. Hopefully you deal with your problems in due time. And if you don't, then, well, see ya. And he smirks, and the spectral image of Glarus Galaxy Render sort of floats into the ether and fades away. That is what Glarus Galaxy Render's true form is as a warlock of uh, Illinoch, the Teeth of Gnashing Desire, but that doesn't mean that he can call upon that form so easily. That is just what his hateful, disgusting self truly looks like. Okay. <sighs> Illinoch still sleeps. Okay. Alina, I almost had a heart attack here. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably almost, so. I really did. Almost, almost melt. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Let's carry on. Absolutely. So you guys walk back down the steps of uh, uh, the uh, the mausoleum dedicated to Illinok. Uh, Elianod, you're the only one who can make this roll. Feel free to make an arcana check. Okay. Uh, it's an unnatural 20. One knows another. It seems like uh, uh, Glarus was hinting that you could pinpoint where these uh, beings are, these, uh, uh, you know, spawn, essentially, of the Flesh of Infinity. Uh, and sure enough, where uh, you guys think the Black Egg Brewery would be, you do sense aberrant energy stronger than any other around. Okay. How would you guys like to proceed? Quietly? Running? Yeah, I'll use uh, Pass Without Trace with my staff so we can stealth. Stealth checks all around, if you please. So a 14. 30. 29. How did you get a 14? I rolled, <laughs> I rolled a 2. Oh, well, I mean, a 14 off a 2 is still pretty impressive, honestly. <laughs> Probably a good thing that you had that ability going. Okay, uh, so you guys creep through the streets of Shoft Filthkish. And you guys, without even rolling Perception start hearing something in the distance. Sounds loud, like a commotion, maybe a fight? If you guys want to roll perception, I can maybe tell you a little bit more from what you hear right now. Sure. I got a 17. 18. 16. All three of you. Uh, very good rolls. You guys all three hear a loud voice. I... Uh, yelling and what sounds like flesh against flesh like somebody being beaten we don't hear any words though we just hear the the beating of flesh beating of flesh and the yell, uh, yelling of a uh, deep voice all right so we continue yeah so with stealth yeah still stealth towards it absolutely you guys continue on no need to make another roll okay I uh, and uh, as you guys round a corner where the Black Egg Brewery would be, 
you see a crater. Okay. The crater is probably a hundred feet around. And in the center of the crater, you see a large form. It's probably about eh, between 10 and 15 feet tall. It seems to be kind of bulbous. Uh, what it seems to be made of is flesh. However, the flesh is essentially the faces of wreathing, screaming, angry, you know, forms. And as it rises up a fleshy appendage, you see that it sort of bubbles and pops. And as it does so, it makes more angry faces. And it forms into a large arm and fist that seems much larger than what this body would normally have. Like, the arm belongs to a huge-sized creature, whereas this creature is large size. And at the base of the crater is the beaten and bloodied form of Sal's Oaktrian. You don't know that he's even conscious enough to yell out in pain. Maybe he is. And the large, lumbering form is just screaming bloody murder. Just cursing angrily, spitting out obscenities, and uh, uh, the little bits of cohesive sentence you get are something the effect of like, you will never, ever, ever have this power again. Not power like I have. Would you guys like to continue sneaking? Or would you like to do something else? Yeah, we can continue trying to sneak towards it, right? Like, yeah, we can we're sneak towards gonna it. We're going to attack mm -hmm. it. It's Saul. Yelp check. Unless you want to talk to it. Are we still under... Um... You got to roll for stealth. I got 23. Uh, but you still have the bonus going. Oh, okay. We do. Okay, so... Yeah, the bonus is for an hour. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I have 24. At 27. You guys continue sneaking up. Uh, so the, the crater is 100 feet around, and so you guys have traveled 30 feet towards the center of the crater, and it now changes how it's reacting. It's like punching the form of Sal's. It stops and kind of ra uh, raises its head back, like its center head, uh, and it grows in size like its fist did, and its face gets bigger and bigger, made of multiple angry faces. And it starts glowing red. You think that whatever it's about to do is big. Did you guys want to... Or what did you guys want to do from here? So how far away are we right now from the creature? Uh, so let's see. 170 uh, feet away. I feel like whatever it's going to do, we need to stop it. Uh, well, stop it um, or avoid it. Depends on if you want to back off or if you want to rush ahead or stay where you're at or yell at it or what do you want to do? 
we need to save this person. We need to save cells, right? Yeah. So, so we can advance and then do an attack. Yeah. From I'm, a distance. I'm, I guess. Is that what you want to do? Uh, yeah, sounds, sounds good to sounds me. Good we don't, yeah. All right. So we advance into, you know, I have a weapon I can throw or a spell I can do at 60 feet. So, so. before you guys get to attack, you guys right. start rushing forward, dropping your step. And We're not at, rushing forward because we're at seventy feet, right? Well, so can we move? Seventy can feet. We move? Yeah. I. Uh, you want to just creep forward then? Well, if we creep forward, do we have an opportunity to attack? Whatever this thing's about to do is about to do it. I need to know if you're opening attack, or if you're opening to rush forward, or if you're kind of creeping and stealthing. I think we should gonna... just rush it. Yeah, we should just rush up. If it's going to do it, it's going to do it. Like, we want to stop it from doing whatever it's going to do, right? Okay. So you guys rush forward? Mm-hmm. You guys rush forward, and the glowing stops. And the, uh, the, the head of the being that's large sort of shrinks down, and it looks in your direction. And it... The being itself is made of angry faces. You would think that there should be some sort of connection there. Like, you know, like, you know, you would be able to look at it and get some kind of empathy. And it seems to have none. It seems almost alien in its rage. And it looks to the, uh, the lot of you rushing forward. And it steps forward and says, I am Blamark. The wrath of the flesh of infinity. I'll destroy you first, and then I will continue to crush Sal's Octrian for his crimes. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.